Welcome to Zellhands Podcast, where we believe in using the power of the internet, software, and the technology to achieve online business success. Today, you are listening to Episode 9 of Online Business Systems, and we will be looking at the topic, Why Your Business Isn't Making Money from Your Website. In this episode, we're going to take a look at some of the major problems on your website that is causing it to scare away your precious leads, clients, and customers. We're going to look at the most popular and well-known causes for a loss of revenues and leads generated from your website, as well as some of the more uncommon but still critical reasons. I want to start off by telling you that in this episode, we will only be looking at the things you are doing wrong on your website that's preventing it from becoming a well-oiled, revenue-generating machine. The reason is twofold. First, there are well over 30 reasons that we will look at today that's preventing your website from being revenue-generating. With that many factors discussed, we want to ensure that you have a very good understanding of the issues. As we explain the issues and what causes them, I will be helping you understand how to solve them. This simply means that there will not be enough time to explain it all from problem to solution for every case. The second reason is that I don't expect you to be able to perfectly fix all the issues after one podcast episode. That is why in every episode, we discuss one topic that you need to understand to run a successful online business. That means that over time, you will have such a comprehensive understanding of what it takes to be successful that your knowledge will be attributed to being taught the same information in different ways over time. A third reason could be that a problem can be fairly complex and require a bit of knowledge and expertise to implement a fix across different websites, even with the same issue. There can be many causes and many fixes, for example, a slow website or one that isn't optimized for SEO. For these reasons, we will only focus on the issues that are causing your website to burn a hole in your pocket, and during each episode, we will get detailed information on how to solve them. I am so excited about sharing this valuable information with you that I will start the episode with a freebie. Go to zellhand.com and click free ebook in the menu at the top or footer at the bottom of the website. You will be able to download a free ebook I wrote on your website's conversion mistakes. It will help you understand the reason your website is scaring away your customers with 26 of the most popular reasons explained, including actionable tips that even a high school student could follow. The book is aptly called Your Website Conversion Mistakes, 26 Reasons Why Your Website is Scaring Away Your Clients and Customers. Find that at zellhand.com and click on free ebook in the menu or footer. The link will be in the description or episode show notes. Very quickly, before we get started, I'd like to introduce myself. I'm your host today, Jabez Roberts, and I'm also the founder and CEO of Zellhand Systems Limited. I will be your guide for this episode of Online Business Systems.
how would you like to increase your revenues by 10% to 30% over the next 12 months? While we increase your revenues, wouldn't it be awesome if we could increase your profits by 10% to 30% as well? Then while we increase your revenues and profits, how about we take away all the stress, anxiety, and frustration of setting up and running a successful online version of your business? We'll keep it open 24-7. Manage and market your new amazing online business so that you never have to worry about getting your next lead, sale, or client again. Introducing the Zelan Online Business Suite, where we take your business online with a website that churns out more leads, more clients, and more sales for your business 24-7. Added to your conversion-optimized online business is a 12-month online marketing strategy to help your business reach its goals, whether it is more leads, more profits, or even to expand in the next 12 months. Managing, marketing, and helping to scale your online business is your team of website development experts, experienced online marketing professionals, and accomplished online business development strategists working for you 24-7 so you have more time to do the things you love and spend with the people you care about. The Zelan Online Business Suite works for every business of every size and niche and was designed and engineered to help you and your business succeed. We are so confident we can help you that we are giving you a 30-minute online business success strategy session valued at $1,000 for free so that we can show you what your business needs to succeed online. During this session, you will meet with an online business strategist from our team to discuss the problems holding your business back from success. The fears you have around taking the next step forward, frustrations you feel with getting your next sale or client, and the goals you would like to achieve in the next 12 months. Your online business strategist will take everything from there in helping you set up a successful online version of your business that is fully managed, marketed, and secured by our team working for you. Visit onlinebusiness.zelhan.com to learn more or go to zelhan.com and schedule your free 30-minute online business success strategy session, and our team will take care of the rest for you. Our first 10 signups will get a chance to save 10% on the entire year of their subscriptions. That's a minimum of $6,000 saved for the year and more than one month free. Set up a free consultation at zelhan.com to get started and claim one of 10 discounted spots. No obligation to buy. Just tell us where you're struggling, and our team will show you what you need to change to be successful. That's like we are paying you $1,000 to sit down with us for 30 minutes so that we can help your business succeed and help you achieve your dream life. Visit onlinebusiness.zelhan.com to learn more, or go to zelhan.com with the link in the description or show notes and schedule your free 30-minute online business success strategy session and our team will take care of the rest for you. Conditions apply. To kick things off, we're gonna stay true to our method of citing credible and reputable sources on which to build our claims. To do this, I will look at just one article on conversions that was written by Hotjar. For those of you new to website development and online marketing, Hotjar is a software that you can use to get better, deeper, 
more insightful and meaningful analytics from your website. The link to the article will be in the episode notes or video description if you're watching on YouTube. Let us jump right in. The topic of the article is what is website conversion and why it's all about your users. It says here that when you think about website conversions, you might think about percentages and averages that measure metrics and data points like orders completed, subscription upgrades, and click-through rates. But what do these metrics and data points actually tell you about your customers, the people you want to serve, the people you want to captivate, engage, and persuade? To understand and increase website conversions, start by understanding your users. What drives them to your site or product in the first place? The blockers and pain points they experience and the hooks that persuade them to take action. Instead of focusing on the final outcome, the conversion itself, focus on what happens before, the user experience. This article will help you shift your mindset to help you consider how website conversions inform the user experience or UX. We cover what is a website conversion, how to calculate website conversion rate, two reasons to measure your website conversions, and three steps to improve your conversion rate. Now, we're not going to look at everything in the article, but we do need to have a very good understanding of what a conversion is, why it matters, and the factors that drive conversion. And to do that, we're just going to continue reading this article. After we have an understanding of conversion events and how it impacts your top-line revenue, your leads generated, and your profits, then we're going to take a look at the reasons why your website is not converting. And essentially, the idea here is that low conversions or poor conversion numbers are directly related to poor or no profitability of your website for your business. So by understanding conversions and understanding the reason why your website is not converting, for example, SEO or it being slow, there are many things that you will learn to do to fix those problems just because you understand what the problem is. So what is website conversion? A website conversion, according to Hotjar, is when a user completes a desired action on your website, like making a purchase or filling out a contact form. Every business website is built to generate conversions. And there are two types of website conversions. There are micro-conversions and macro-conversions. A micro-conversion happens when a step toward your end goal is achieved, like subscribing to a newsletter, downloading an ebook, or watching a product video. Micro-conversions are events that occur before a macro-conversion. A macro-conversion happens, however, when your end goal is achieved, such as a sale, a new paid subscriber, or a completed contact form. How to calculate your website conversion rate. To calculate your conversion rate, divide the number of conversions, that is the desired actions taken, by the total number of visitors, then multiply by 100 to get a percentage. For example, if your web page had 17 sales and 500 visitors last month, which is pretty awesome, your conversion rate is 17 divided by 500 multiplied by 100 or 3.4%. What's a good conversion rate? Well, conversion rates vary depending on your type of industry, such as information technology, consumer goods, finance, etc. 
your audience demographics, such as your age, income, occupation, etc., and your conversion goal, such as ad clicks, checkout completions, newsletter subscriptions, etc. Depending on the factors above and your source, a good conversion rate can range from 2% to 5%. Looking up industry averages may give you a useful benchmark to start from, but you'd be much better off developing an understanding of what's actually happening when a user interacts with your website and how you can improve the user experience. If you can do this, your conversions will follow. There are two reasons why you should measure your website conversions. Conversion rates can tell you a lot about your website and product. It's not just about revenue. Here are two reasons to measure your website conversions. The first is that you understand your customers. To find out what your customers want and need from your business, you need to understand who they are and what they like or don't like about your site or product. Website conversions can help you understand your users. For example, a low conversion rate on a product page could suggest that you need to further explain or clarify your product's benefits to your users. And that means better content or better copy. A high conversion rate on a landing page, a CTA, shows that you've successfully persuaded your audience and have removed any blockers or objections your users might have. The second reason to track your conversion is that it helps you to understand the user experience. When you know how your customers experience your site or product and identify what works and what doesn't, you can prioritize changes and optimizations to improve user experience and increase conversions. Your site's conversion rates can give you a clue to help you understand the user experience. For example, a low conversion rate might indicate a poor user experience. So you'll need to investigate and uncover the pain points and blockers your users are experiencing. Another reason is that a high conversion rate probably means you're doing something right. So you might want to try replacing that success on other parts of your site. So now that we understand website conversions, let us look at the reasons why your website is not converting. Because if your website was converting, as you've learned by now, your website would be making more money for your business. Like I said, there are over 30 points that we're going to discuss here, but it's not going to be an in-depth discussion because as we go about doing online business systems on our podcast and content on our YouTube, you will find that a lot of the content is repeated. For example, in episode four, we discussed running a successful online business and in that episode, we spoke about search engine optimization. And as you'll come to realize, one of the reasons why your website is not making money for your business could be SEO. But because we've explained SEO in episode four and five, we won't need to go deeply into that topic here. Just to explain what it is, why it matters, and how possibly to fix it. One of the main reasons why your website is not making money for your business is a lack of conversion optimization or poor conversion optimization. And we understand what conversion is, what a conversion is. And that means that someone goes to your site and they do what you would like them to do. They sign up, they read an article, they go to a page that you would like them to visit, or they even make a purchase or complete a contact form. The first reason of poor conversion might be that there are no CTA above the folds. And CTA or call to action is what drives a conversion. So when someone goes to your website and you would like them to make a call, 
to your business, you might have a CTA or a call to action in the form of a button prompting your website visitor to call your business. It might be a button that says, call us, or has the number of the business with a cell phone, very high, very bright and highlighted in a pop color on the website that stands out. Not having a call to action above the fold means that there are no call to actions on the part of the website that loads without the user scrolling. And that is above the fold. Above the fold is used to describe what you see when you look at the paper when it's folded. So you go to the stand, you go to pick up the paper, and you look and you see the headline, big headline, scandal in Hollywood, for example. There's a, there's a picture of a married actor or actress with another actor or actress had in their face above the fold. It pulls your attention. It's the first thing you see when you go to the website or when you look at a paper before you unfold it or open it. Having a call to action in your above the fold section is very important because it starts to lead the user or the website visitor in the right direction to make a conversion take place. And that leads us to the second point, no lead forms. <laughs> and I had chuckled because this one is so obvious, but it's not one that's mentioned very often. You go to the website and it happens. It happened to me with a bigger company's website recently, Rocket Languages. I'll tell you the story to explain. So I wanted, I, I still do want it. So I want to get Rocket Japanese so I can get fluent in Japanese. I love Japanese. I go to Rocket Languages websites. I click on Japanese. That hit that, um, that redirects me to Rocket Japanese. On Rocket Japanese, I am looking for a sign-up form to join your email list so that whenever there is a sale or a discount, I can take advantage of it. I kid you not, I still can't find that opt-in form. And I'm not a subscriber. I have known the company for years. And the only reason why I remember them is sometimes like, what was the name of that company that made a good software? Google, Google, Google. And then eventually they come up somewhere. It's terrible. It's very clear and very easy to understand that if you don't have a lead form on your website, it will affect your conversions because there is no way that you're going to generate leads, which will be nurtured via email into clients and customers. So that's the second point. The third point is poor, clunky, or spammy conversion process. And this one is one that's a little bit tricky to explain. But what I'll say is that if your website has a conversion process, let's say that the conversion that you desire is someone to make a purchase on your online store. When they go to your website, they see the product, they click on it, the product page comes up, they can enter the quantity that they want. Let's say they want five shoes. Who buys five shoes? Let's say they want one pair of shoes and the quantity is there. They select the color. Let's go with red for now. They click add to cart. It's added to cart. They click checkout. It takes them to a checkout page, enter their name, shipping address, payment information, process is complete. If it's anything but that, it's a poor clunky or spammy conversion process. And here's what that might look like. So they click on the, the product. It takes them to the product page. They add to cart. Whenever they add to cart, they go to their cart and say, all right, I got the shoe, let's check out. But when they click on checkout, it might lead them to another page that it doesn't even look like it's part of the website. So the website was originally red and white, very easy. Clicking on checkout takes them to a page with a blue background, a different logo, different text, and no information about their sneakers. It's different from an upsell, which we'll discuss later in episodes. 
in episodes later. And this one is something that erodes trust and will destroy your conversion process. Make it simple. So they want to join your email list. There's a form, enter your name and email, subscribe, and that's it. I want to check out and buy a, buy a product. One, two, three, maybe four steps, and that's it. Do not overcomplicate things because your website users will not wait or try to figure out how to get it to work. They'll just leave and go somewhere else. Point four is too many pop-ups and distractions on your site. Very easy to understand. You go to the site and you start to scroll and there's a pop-up. You close that pop-up. The pop-up says something. We don't care what it says, but it's a pop-up. You close that pop-up, you continue reading. A few minutes later or a few seconds, sadly, another pop-up. You try to leave the website, another pop-up. And the pop-ups might be sharing something of value. Oh, join our email list, get a discount, check out this product on sale. It might be what it's called interruption marketing error. And it's not very, it offers very poor user experience because at the time that it occurs, the user is focused on getting a problem solved. They're reading an article, they're looking at the product. For you to just give them a pop-up like that, it's bad, but it's not so bad. If it's one pop-up, okay, maybe not so bad. But two, three, several pop-ups, and it's even worse when you don't even know how to close a pop-up. It's distracting. It's irritating. It's poor user experience. Don't do it. If you're going to do a pop-up, it's just one. When the person is, when the visitor is leaving the website or they reach a certain part of the page, but don't do more than one. The fifth is no contact information. You go to the website and you decide, okay, let's call them and schedule a free consultation or see if they have a product in stock or a service offered. And for the life of you, <laughs> you cannot find a contact number. There is no cell phone number and there is no address. You can't complete a contact form because, well, there are no lead forms. That's point two. And that's just how it is. The website is there and nobody wants to talk to you. I've seen this before. Number six, no services listed. You go to the website and you don't know how they can help you. It doesn't say that we're the best tilers in Minnesota or this is how we can help you. Tiling, drywall, well, these are construction services. I tend to lean to construction because most of the companies I'm currently working with are construction companies and it offers a variety of services most uh, listeners should be familiar with. So you go to the, the, the website for a construction company and you don't know what they do. Drywall and finishes, bathrooms, basements, patios, uh, pools, you, you just don't know. They're there, one page. This is who we are, and us your hard-earned money. So that's terrible. It's very important for you to give your users as much information as possible about your business, your services, and how you can help them. It's not. It should not be about you, really, but what you do should be a part of what information is presented to them because that is the value that you offer them. Not having your services listed, and this happens as well, is a fatal flaw. Number seven, no social proof. In the last episode, we discussed how to get more clients and revenues from your website using social proof. Very quickly, social proof is you go to a website and you're going to buy a bike and you see a bike that has 112 reviews, 4.5 star rating. The most recent review was 12 hours ago. 
And because of that, you're more comfortable making the purchase on the bike because the reviews and the star rating and the recency of the review suggests that it's a good purchase. And that's what uh, social proof is. Not having social proof on your website is a costly mistake because it means that someone comes to your website and you're saying to them, trust me, dude. (laughs) That's literally what you're saying. I can do it. Trust me. And that doesn't work because people are generally skeptic, especially online, when there can be such a, a huge risk of being scammed or being spammed or being or even having your identity stolen and stuff like that. So what you need to do is you need to ensure that on your website, there is social proof, pictures of real people with real authentic reviews explaining how they feel after using your product or service or doing business with you. And that will help others who visit your website, they're interested, but they have a fear or doubt to make the decision to work with you. No customer value proposition or unique value proposition. That's number eight. For a CVP and a UVP, a customer value proposition is a statement that a company uses to convince a customer to purchase its products or services over others. And this explanation, this definition is by Indeed.com. So it's a statement that a company tells that a company uses to convince a customer to purchase its product or services. And a unique value proposition or UVP is a statement that clearly tells your potential customers how they will benefit from your offer, how your products or services, how your products or services will address their needs and solve their problems, and what makes your offer different from the competition. So your UVP is what benefits the customer will get and how it's different from the competition. And your CVP, your customer value proposition, is telling your customers why they should purchase your product or services. We won't go into the commonalities and differences just yet because that is not the reason, that is not the topic of discussion today. But just by having a website with a UVP or CVP or both will help you to get more clients and revenues because at this stage, you're at the point of truly communicating with your customer and and your target audience. Because what you're going to realize happen is that they have a very specific need. I need to sleep better at night, get better rest. And your CVP or your UVP will say to them, Casper has, the, <laughs> I'm at Casper again. Interesting. Casper has the best mattress that will ensure that you get the best rest at night. Well, not in that horrible copy. Like you literally tell them that the mattress that you have at Casper's or mattressguy.com <laughs> what a tacky name or mattressguy.com will help them to get better rest at night because this is what we do benefit 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 not feature 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 features are statistical and they are factual they are not used for convincing someone in the emotional sense you use feature you fuse um, benefits because the benefits are more personal so that's what the CVP or UVP means here. I'm going to have to go deeper into this because I didn't. I don't feel I've explained it deeply enough to help you understand how to solve it. But if I were to try to do that, it's going to take a bit of time. Number nine, not enough of the right traffic coming to your site. So there is no SEO, no digital marketing strategy whatsoever at all. You build it, you built it and hoped that they will come. 
and it's been four months they haven't come trust me they're not gonna come <laughs> they're not gonna come i feel like this is one of the easier ones to explain because what we're gonna realize happen is that when you do seo it's going to show your website to the person that's looking for your products or services that are listed on your website and hopefully whenever you whenever you do digital marketing it's the same thing that's going to happen you're showing your ad or your content to people who need it most and that means that whenever someone comes to your website it's a fit for them they need your product they need your service your price point is perfectly fine the urgency is there and so the conversion can take place number 10 there isn't a good enough offer for leads or prospects to take action on you go to the website this ties back into the cvp or uvp because you go to the website and you cannot for the life of you understand why it is that you should hand this company this amount of money for something that you don't even know if it works the offer isn't good enough. Even worse, it might not even be the right offer. So you're there because you want software that handles your accounting. Shout out to QuickBooks. But what the company is offering is accounting consultations at $100,000 a month. And you just want a very nice software to update your books and let you know how much you're spending, how much you're saving, and where there are opportunities for you to cut costs. It's not a good fit. It's not the right offer. You're not going to take action on it. And it's the same thing. It goes back to understanding your users, like the article from Hotjar said. And it's the same thing happening here. Number 11, bad reviews all over the internet with no feedback or response from the team. We looked at episode eight where we spoke about the importance of conversions to increase revenues and clients and get more leads. And one of the, reasons, one of the statistics that came out was that 79, all right, before we get to that part, 80.8% of consumers say that they lose confidence in a brand because of negative reviews. So negative reviews impact 80.8% of consumers. 79.9% of consumers, however, said that when a brand has negative reviews, if the brand responds to the negative review, it increases their trust in the brand so you have a negative review 80.8 percent of people won't trust you as much but if you reply to a negative review 80 percent of people 79.9 percent will trust you more i know the statistics are strange but in episode eight even the links are there for the research and the source and everything and then it also says that 95 percent of consumers will lose faith or trust in your brand if you delete the negative review so you have a negative review 80.8 percent of people or perhaps it's 88 percent of people of consumers won't trust you but if you reply to it 80 percent more will trust you if you delete it 95 percent won't trust you so you have bad reviews all over the internet with no feedback or response from the team or worse you start to delete them no conversions because they won't trust you and conversion is a is an act of trust isn't it you hand me your credit card information you hand me your name or email or contact number and i in good faith will respect your privacy and give you valuable information a helpful product or a helpful service at a competitive price or value it's based on trust 
Number 12, website hasn't been updated in a long time or no recent information is on the site. And they come to the website because of this, they do not know if it's working, if there's a business behind it, or if it's just put up and left there. And this can also happen when your website is outdated or needs to be redesigned. I'm gonna go right at it. If you have an old website that looks like something from the 90s or early 2000s, do not run ads, just fix your website. Fix your website, wait two or three months, see if it works, then get SEO. Don't run ads. You're not ready for ads. It's the same thing here. If your website isn't updated with valuable information, recent information, that doesn't mean that every, every day or every week or even every month you have to post something new. But the last content on your website, for example, a blog post, shouldn't be from a year ago, which is strange because on Zillahan's blog, I've not been active. <laughs> but we're, we're going to hire content marketers, so that probably will be resolved quite soon. So that's what we're looking at right now. Those are the first 12 reasons. And those reasons are all a lack of conversion optimization or poor conversion optimization. The other reason is, well, the other category of reasons, and you're going to find that reasons overlap at times. The other category of reasons is that it is hard for website visitors to use your website to do business with you, meaning that the website just doesn't work well. The first point in this, Point 13, actually, in the overall list, point one of your website. Visitors find it hard to use your website to do business with you is that the website is not responsive. And this is a big one. Responsiveness is when your website shows wonderfully, displays properly on screen sizes of every size. Works well on mobile, works well on tablet, works well on desktop. If it's not responsive, you're losing conversions because... A mobile visitor might visit your website. The images are too big. The text is too small. The button is not aligned properly. And they leave because this looks tacky. So website not responsive, that's a big one. Number two or 14 overall, poor or low quality content on your site. Your blog posts have a lot of grammatical error. Your headings have misspellings and typos. Your, I'm going to drop this in. This is really part of it because that's a point to itself, but your images are blurry and low quality. It's poor content overall. Your content is what's going to build a relationship with your website visitors. So if your content is poor, your conversions are going to be poor. And so will be the revenues that you have. <laughs> revenues generate. You're not going to generate any, any revenues whatsoever. Unless it's a friend or a family member. Oh, little John's website. Let me go ahead and buy one of his sunglasses. And even then, they probably be like, you know what? I think Little John can do a little bit more. Get the content on your website, higher quality. Hire a copywriter, hire a graphics designer, and get it done. Number three, or 15 overall, site is disorganized and hard to navigate. I'll use a positive example for this. Amazon stocks millions of products, millions and millions of products but you've never gone to Amazon and have a hard time finding what you want. If your site is the opposite, then you have a problem. Fix it. Number four or 16 overall, no reliable contact information. And this is one that happens so frequently in Jamaica. It grinds my gears. You go to a website, you want to do business, or <laughs> you're, you were hoping to do business with that business, and you click on the 
contact information, the cell phone number comes up. Let's say one number comes up. You call a number. It doesn't work. Let's say four numbers comes come up. And this has happened to me. Four numbers, one business. None of them worked for days. It happens, guys. It happens. So I had to put it there. And I need not explain more. Same thing with email. If you send an email and nobody replies to the email, send to support. Problem. Fix it. Number five, no reliable way of knowing how and where to visit you and do business with you. Your website should have the address of your business. If your business is remote, this is similar to what is happening with Zellan. Most of our clients at Zellan are international. Our team works international. We don't necessarily have a physical location. In that situation, it's good to have a mailing address. So we do have a mailing address. We do have a place where you can come and visit if you would like. We just don't use it very often because, well, we're in Jamaica and our clients are in Toronto and Miami and New York. That's where we're working, right? But what you have to do is you have to give your local clients, so your local business especially, give your local clients an easy way of finding you. You can add Google Maps to your contact page. You can add your address, 55th Down Street, Downer Town, down a state, down a country. That's a that's a very down address. But you understand. And the reason is that having an idea of the proximity of the business that owns the website to your location helps to imbue trust because it's like identity. Oh, this guy is also from Colorado. I am from Colorado. We're both Coloradans. I hope that's what it's called. Let's do business together. So that's important. And it also gives the website user a bit of comfort knowing that they know where to find you things go by and i don't know if that scares you <laughs> it might but, <laughs> but if it does then that probably means you're doing something wrong number six or 18 overall no products or services listed we have looked at no services listed in the first point we won't touch on that anymore but no products listed so you go to a popular e-commerce website well let's say it's not popular let's hope you go to this the online website of a local store and they don't list their products and even if their products are there they're all out of stock and you don't know when the products are going to be available you cannot back order and you don't know what price they're going to be available it's very similar to no services listed and if that's the situation you really can't expect anyone to do business with you because exactly what are they going to be doing business around what are they going to buy or what are they going to hire you for okay Number seven, 19 overall, no ability to schedule a consultation, request a quote, or request a callback. And that means that there's been very specific conversion events that you will want for different businesses. For a tradesman, probably a free quote. For Zelhan, free consultation. For an e-commerce brand, at the cart is actually a very good conversion. Purchasing a product is a good conversion. For most businesses, just contacting the supporter and contacting the business is also a good conversion. If there is no way for website visitors to do that, then you have a problem. Number eight or 20 overall, no online checkout. You have an e-commerce store. Customers can't pay online and have their items delivered or they pick them up. Fix it. I'm not even going to spend too much time on this. Fix it. Number nine, 21 overall, slow, not secure with low images. And this is like three points. So your website is slow. According to Cloudflare, 
website speed is important to conversions. And we know that the faster your website loads, the better. We also know that the slower a website loads, the more likely it is that you and I personally are going to leave. It says here from Cloudflare that Mobify found that decreasing their own page's load time by 100 milliseconds resulted in a 1.1% uptick in session-based conversion. 100 milliseconds means that a 1.1% increase in session-based conversions. Retailer, auto anything, experienced a 12 to 13% increase in sales after cutting page load time in half. <laughs> that page must have been loading pretty slowly. And Walmart discovered that improving page load time by one second increased conversions by 2%. If your website is slow, speed it up, get a CDN, get better hosting, have it resolved. We also say it's not secure, so there are no SSL certificates and low quality images. We're going to touch on those a little bit more later, but no SSL means that there isn't a green padlock at the top of the website or gray in this case, or in my case. Or when someone clicks on it, there's a big red screen that comes up that says, this is a website security threat. Google recommends that you go back. And low quality images, we would have touched on that shortly, briefly with low quality content. It just means that your images are poor and they're blurry. They don't tell the full story or they tell a very bad story. Website visitors are going to judge your business by how well the pictures look and the design of the website. So that would have been number 9, 10, and 11, or 21, 22, and 23. For number 12, yes, number 12 or number 24, it says no live chat or online support. Horror story. My server, the server that I have that hosts my website and my client's website went down for the entire weekend last week. The entire weekend it was down. Finally got the issue resolved, decided that I'm going to change hosts. I moved to a certain company, which I shall not. You know what? I moved to Liquid Web. Bought a server, 16 gigabytes, a lot of money for a server at least. And it's been six days and I still can't get the server to work because migration has not done what they need to do. Now, I've been on live chat and online support every day saying, hey, I can't get business done. I can't work on my client's website. What is happening? And they're giving me the same thirsty and dry explanation. Oh, it's a first come, first server basis and everything like that. I mean, it's been six days. I haven't, haven't, I haven't had a reply on the ticket for five days at the time of this recording. So this might have changed when you're listening. And I've decided that I'm going to move from Liquid Web. I want a refund on my money and I'll go somewhere else. Imagine how disastrous this would be if there was no online support. Think about that for a while. I paid the money and after five days, the server still is not able to be used because there's a little bit of complications there. And I can't talk to anyone. I just have to wait for them to reply via email. And they haven't replied in four days. So it would have made a terrible situation absolutely dreadful. And you can see why. Having live chat on your website adds a human touch, a personal touch, and makes it a lot easier for customers to contact you and put their minds at ease. At Zelhan, we believe in the power of the internet, software, and technology to make it easier to start and run a successful business online. 
we know that it takes more than running Facebook or Google ads for two or three months to attract the right clients or customers for your business. We also know that as a business owner, you don't want to be bogged down with learning the latest online marketing trends. The best way to set up a Facebook ad or deciding what to do before or after your newest Google ad campaign goes live for it to be successful. We want to make it easier for you to attract more clients and customers, increase revenues, build a brand that your ideal client knows, loves and trusts, and ultimately live your dream life. That is why we have removed the guesswork out of marketing your business online by designing and engineering a 12-month marketing strategy tailored for your online business's success. Introducing Zellhan's online marketing system. Over the next 12 months, our online marketing and business development strategy teams will work together with you to help your business succeed. We do this by settling on SMART goals to achieve over the next 12 months for your business. A SMART goal can be as simple as increasing revenues by 15% in the next 12 months, getting 20 new clients in the next year, or even growing top-line revenue to $500,000 in the next 12 months. After we set and agree on the SMART goals to achieve, our team will design and engineer a unique and helpful marketing system that will give you the highest chance of success in achieving your goals. Every month, we will have a consultation with you to let you know our progress on helping you achieve your goals. We will help you understand what we worked on last month and the results, what worked, what didn't work, what our conclusions are, and how best to move forward strategically in the next month. By doing this, we ensure that our goals are always aligned with yours and that of your business. Your business is getting the result it needs, and you know that your Zell and marketing team is working 24-7 doing meaningful work to support your business's success. After 12 months, we will have our final consultation where we say our goal set in January 2023 was to increase revenues by 15%. It is now January 2024, and we have successfully increased the revenues, not by 15%, but by 25%. Our approach removes the guesswork out of getting your next sale or client and makes your online business success inevitable as a result of a marketing strategy tailored for your business's success. Prices start at $3,000 per month. That is as low as $100 per day for your own professional and experienced marketing and business strategy teams working 24-7 to ensure your business succeeds. But for a limited time, our first 10 signups will get a chance to save 10% on the entire year of their subscription. That's more than $3,500 in savings for the year or more than one month free. Set up a free consultation at zelhan.com and click Get Free Consultation to get started and claim one of 10 discounted spots. The link will be posted in the description of the video if you're watching on YouTube and the show notes if you're listening to our podcast. Go to zelhan.com and click Get Free Consultation to set up a free consultation with our team to get started and our team will handle the rest for you. Set up your free consultation today and be one of our first 10 signups who will get a chance to save 10% on the entire year of their subscription. That's more than $3,500 in savings for the entire year and more than one month free. Conditions apply. In the third section, 
we're going to discuss uh, poor online visibility. So like we said, a lot of these points may overlap from previous sections, not to be worried. All right, the first point here says no content or poor content on websites. And we looked at poor content. Let's look at no content. We have an issue where a lot of businesses have what's called an atrocity. You, it's strange because you go to their website, you don't see the logo, you see the name written in words. All right, we know that we're probably at the right place. And you see a few pictures of the work in progress. For example, they're building a road because like I said, I work with a lot of construction companies. It might be a picture of the product or service that's there, the name of the business that's there, a big yellow background or orange or blue or green or whatever the color might be. There's a bit of text that says, call us here or do this. And there's nothing else. I've seen these websites with very big companies. Terrible. This, is not, this, isn't, this, this isn't a situation of poor content. This is an atrocity of no content because the information is just not there. They have the website. You've gone there because you looked it up. You obviously didn't get shown that from SEO. But being there, you, you're dismayed because if their website is so terrible, do they really have what it takes to take care of your business? No content or poor content on website. We discussed poor content, typos, misspellings, poor image quality, that kind of stuff. But at least they have something. And I'm telling you, I've seen this. I've seen it. Oh, wow. Let us move on. That would have been number one of poor online visibility. Uh, or that would be 25 on the overall list. Number two, no social media connected to your website. So that traffic can be generated to your website from your social media and your social proof. So here's the thing now. You have Facebook. We're just going to stick to Facebook. There are social media platforms. Let's use No, let's use LinkedIn. So you have LinkedIn. On your LinkedIn, you are very active. You post stuff about the business. You might have a business page. You might not. It is very important that you link. On your LinkedIn, you post a link to your website. It can be posted in the description of your business page or if it's a personal page you can put it in the description of your personal page and it's important that you post the link to your linkedin on your website i'll tell you why real quickly on your linkedin to your website it's very easy to understand you're moving people from linkedin to your website to get a conversion to email that's very easy very very easy to understand from your website to linkedin however is not so intuitive Here's how it's going to work. They come to your website. They're interested in doing business with you. They want to learn more. They will look for you online. By having a link on your website that leads to your LinkedIn page, and remember, it can be Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or anything else, it is making it easier for them to find you online. They click on the, the LinkedIn link. It might be the icon. It might be the visitor or LinkedIn or anything like that. They go to your LinkedIn, and they're going to see more information about you. See your followers, which we know is a form of social proof. See your content and comment. Again, social proof. Pictures and videos. Again, proof, tangible proof that you can and you do do what you, <laughs> you can and you do what you say you're going to do. And that is how that is going to work. Number three or 27 on the list. No SEO or poor SEO. 
<laughs> we looked at no content or poor content. Now we're going to look at no SEO or poor SEO. I cannot explain SEO in this video. But real quickly, what is it? Search engine optimization. You go to Google, plumbers near me, the results that come up. Search engine optimization. Poor SEO or no SEO means that the people who are searching for you online can't find you. And that means that the people who come to your website aren't a good fit for your business, your service, your offering, or what you, your website. As a result, they leave. And because of that, no conversions, no money. No SEO or poor SEO. To fix SEO though, I'll say this rather bluntly, get a really good SEO specialist. I think that's the better term. When you have a good SEO specialist, give them a year to get your results. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. You will see results in six months, but give them a year to really get in the groove and swing of things and get things going for you. I can't teach you how to do SEO because it's not very... I taught it in episode five, how to run a successful online business. No, episode six, free $0 marketing budget strategy. But other than that, it's really hard to explain in this video. But I will be doing a, a complete episode actually on SEO. That is how big SEO is. And I won't be the one to do it. I'm going to invite a SEO specialist to come on the show and talk to you about SEO for a few minutes. So that's number three or number 27. Number four or number 28, no active blog. Here's what your blog is going to do for you. They say blogging is dead. Not really. Your blog is where you share information with your clients and customers and prospects that they will find helpful. It doesn't have to be information that is general, like how to balance your books if you're an accountant. It can be as simple as information tailored for your specific client or prospect or lead. So let's say you're called XYZ Accounting, and one of the frequent questions is how to prepare the documents for tax returns. XYZ Accounting can put out an article how to prepare your documents for XYZ accounting during tax season. And you're just walking your clients through what they need to do to get ready to do business with you. That's all is required. But having an active blog is going to increase the time on your website. It's going to increase the traffic to your website. It's going to educate your prospects and leads. And it's going to help to position you as a brand authority or a trusted authority in industry. Get it done. Number five or number 29, poor search visibility. And this has to do with SEO, but specifically in this point, we are, we're looking at Google Console, Google Search Console, and Google Analytics not being added to your site. Submitting your website to Google gets it listed on Google for search terms, relevant search terms. You do that by adding your website to Google Search Console, and you understand how your website is performing by connecting Google Analytics. Both of them work hand in hand and help you to understand what's working, what's not working, and what needs to be changed. Not having that suggests that you can't optimize your website. Your website is not being listed as well as it should be or could be on Google. And as a result, you're losing a lot of valuable and good fit. People are looking for you, so good fit traffic. And because of that, people who find your website perhaps aren't people who are looking for you. And that's problematic, no? So that is, that is it for point five or number 29 and section three, poor online visibility. For section four, we have your website is worse than a competition. And we're going to go through this rather quickly because we've touched on most of this. The first point or number 30 is it's slow. <laughs> yes, it's slow and quite terribly. 
So the statistic is that your website should should load completely in under two seconds. Anything more than that, and you're losing website visitors by the second. And bounce rate is when someone goes to your website, they do nothing and they leave. So no conversions, no time on your site, just go and go back. And this happens, especially when your website is slow. The slower your website, the more your bounce rate increases. According to Cloudflare, again, if your website loads in 2.4 seconds, then you can expect a 1.9% conversion rate. At 3.3 seconds, you can expect a 1.5% conversion rate on average, all right? 4.2 seconds is less than 1%. And at 5.7 seconds or more, it's less than 0.6% in conversion rates. Slow website is terrible. That's what it's saying, guys. Moving on. Number two of section four, your website is worse than a competition or number 31 overall, poor and dated design. We touched on this in no content or poor content, but this is more about the design of your website. So for example, your website is old and dated, like something that's from the 1990s or to the early 2000s, a lot of words, poor images, uh, flashy text with a pink here and a yellow there and a green there and a blue over there and the color of the rainbow and a whole lot of uh, flashy text and pop-ups and spammy looking low quality images and links and ugh. Just telling you about it is irritating. It's breaking the, the, the good energy around me. So poor and dated design. Here's what you do to fix that. Get a WordPress website. Get a nice template. That's it. 32, lack of conversion optimization. Conversion optimization here is that your website is optimized for conversion. Now, everything that we discussed before is a part of conversion. But to keep it simple, we're just going to say that your website has ongoing work that is focused on figuring out what is working. So which texts are converting, which image is performing better, what people are doing when they go to your website, getting people to your website. All of that is happening in an effort to improve your conversion. If that is not happening, start getting it done. You're, you'll be surprised how to do this. Hire a CRO. A CRO is a conversion rate optimization expert. And what a CRO is going to do for you, they're going to do called a split test where they create different versions of your website or of your landing page, figure out um, the factors on each design that's driving the most conversion. They do this over time. So first, they might change a text, they might change a color, position of a button, an image. Everything on your website can be tested. And what this is going to do is going to get them the perfect mix of text, image, button, call to action, anything that you can think of, even the offer, the price and everything that gets you the most conversions. So no conversion rate optimization taking place on your website. It's just there and you're hoping that this is the best version. That is terrible because if it was the best version, you probably wouldn't be watching this video or listening to this podcast. Number four or 33, I believe, has viruses or is scammy and spammy looking. If you go to a website and it redirects you to a porn website, <laughs> leave. If you go to a website and it looks like something from the 90s or 2000s, leave. If you go to a website and a red page comes up that says, this is not secure, that might be an SSL issue, which is very simple to be, to be resolved. But for your safety, leave. And it's the same thing with your website. If your website doesn't exude confidence and trust, 
fix it. Number five or number 34, I believe, it doesn't educate visitors about your business. And this ties back into the no content, poor content situation or no services or products listed. It also extends to the fact that your website should be telling a story and building trust and relationship. In episode one of Online Business Systems, we looked at why we started. In that episode, we spoke about the idea that people do business with you. They buy from you because they believe in why you do what you do. What you do is only a physical representation of your why. And that's from Simon Sinek's uh, YouTube keynote, Start With Why. The reason I bring this up is because if your website isn't sharing your why with your customers or your prospects or your visitors, then you're losing the opportunity to build a connection with them that is going to lead to you properly educate them about your product, your business, your services, your offers, and getting them to be a loyal fan. They'll probably do business with you because of the discount or because of convenience, but they're not doing business with you because they literally love you, trust you, and believe in what you believe in and share your values and dreams and aspirations. And that's loyalty right there. That's number five or number 34 overall. Number six or number 35 overall. No contact information such as address, telephone number, or email listed. And this means that it's worse. This is under its worst than a competition, meaning that they don't know how to contact you. They don't know how to find you. And they don't know how to send you an email. The competition allows them to do that. They are going to leave and go to the competition. The thing that you must remember on websites and online is that If it's hard for visitors to do something on your website, they are not going to try to figure out how to do it. They're going to leave. So fix that. Also, poorly optimized for SEO, meaning that you're not appearing for relevant search terms around your business's products or services. The competition is, so the customers are going to their website rather than yours. Very easy. And number eight or number 37 overall, it doesn't identify and speak to your ideal client, but instead it tries to talk to everyone, meaning that you don't know your audience. Knowing your audience means that you know who they are, what their fears are, what their dreams and aspirations are. I can tell you right now, Zelen's ideal client is someone who runs a business, but they want to make running their business easier. To do this, they want a team that will help them to get more leads, clients, and sales without them having to figure out stuff. They also want a team that understands their need for help with tech stuff. And tech stuff means that they are older, they are married most times, and they are running a successful business for a few years with their brand. That is Zelen's ideal client. So on Zelen's website, we're not going to try to be talking to millennials or Gen Zs or Gen Xs about this cool new Facebook ad strategy. What we're going to say is that we help you to get more clients online by taking the guesswork out of client and lead generation. Set up a consultation and we'll take care of it for you. This isn't a promotion, by the way. This is just me explaining to you what Zellhan's profile is for our ideal client and how that can help you to fit it for your business as well. Point five, well, section six, actually. Your website focuses on you, your business, and your desires, not on your client and how you can help them. So this is another subsection of why your website isn't converting. And the first point in this subsection, or number 38, I believe, is that your website should be about your ideal client or customer, building a relationship with them and providing value. 
it should not be about we, 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 me, 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 or I, 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 I. It should be about this is who we are. Right, start with why we believe this is why we do, how we do it, what we do. And that tells them the value that you offer. Then it goes into this is who we've done it for. This is what we did for them. And this is what we can do for you. And the reason why you go that way is because the website visitor is going to be asking questions about who you are, where you're from, what you do, what can you do for me, what have you done for others like me. Everything that we just outlined, why, how, and what. So this is why we started, this is how we do what we do, and this is what we actually do. This is what we have done for others. This is what we can do for you. Answers those questions. So you might have to rewind a bit and listen again. But get those questions answered. You can answer them in the same order. Have pictures on your website of the products and services that you offer, testimonials and social proof, everything like that. So like we say in this section that your website should focus on your ideal client and how you can help them, not on you or your business, in so much that what it focuses not on you or on your business. Number two or number 39 i believe I, I, the numbers like i said are section so this is number two of section six i believe and i think it's number 39 overall add information about the problems you solved and that means that you're going to do case studies reviews and testimonials for example but real simple because we have a section on that the problems that you solve should say we helped this client so one of my clients are in solar energy and they did something amazing because they helped a client of theirs save 95 percent on their energy bill their electricity bill 95 percent and we've used that in marketing material because it's going to say to the prospect this is what we've done for others let us do it for you and that builds trust. And remember, like we said, a conversion is an exchange of trust. It's built on trust. I trust that you will honor my privacy. I trust that you will take good care of my money by giving me a valuable product or service. And so I give you my name and email. I enter my payment information and buy a product or pay for a service. And you honor your trust by delivering on such a promise. Number three, you should talk about your problem-solving process or you don't talk about it. Clients at times are focused on different things and one of the things that you find people focused on is your methodology your belief and uh your process and the reason why they do this is because they want to see for themselves and make a decision if you're a good fit for what they want to get done the clients have the bad habit of times of believing that they're the expert in the relationship when they're not but it does help for you to offer them insight into how you go about doing things. Because what you're doing at that stage is you're saying to them that this is how we do this. This is what you can get. It helps with avoiding a lot of bad situations with refunds and unhappy clients because it sets expectations as well. Your problem solving process helps them to understand how you go about solving problems that you solve for other clients like them and helps them to understand what to expect when they hire you or your company very good for setting expectations. Number four, talk about the solutions you have. Now, this is up there with listing your products and services, but talking about the solutions you have is more benefit-based. Benefit and the reason why I like this is because when someone buys, let's say they buy a bottle of water from you, they're not buying 
water, they're buying refreshment or hydration. So talking about the solution you have, you're not selling a house, you're selling a home. You're not selling finance consultations. You're selling a more stable financial future. So talking about the solutions helps to build a picture and helps to increase desire and helps to reduce fear in your ideal client or customer whenever they're on your website learning about your business. Number five, talk about the people you've helped in the past. This is very easy to understand. They will want social proof. It's right up there with social proof. And one of the questions they will ask is, who have you done this for? So you've helped someone like, like them. It means that they're more likely to go with you. Number six, talk about the problems those people had and how you solve them. And this is for case studies. Now, a case study is going to say to you, this is the client. This is the problem that they had. This is the solution that we implemented. This is the result of the solution we implemented. And this is basically saying to you, we can do this for you. It's like proof in the pudding. Basically, you're just saying to them that we can do this because we have done this specific thing before. Add testimonials, reviews, and other forms of social proof. We've discussed social proof ad nauseum. We discussed it in the last episode. We discussed it at the start of this episode. We won't touch on it too much, but this is just a part of the section that says your website should focus on your clients and how you can help them, not on you or your business. That's why we've added it here again. We also said at the start of the episode that we would be repeating some points in different sections. Number eight, be sure to add your guarantee to customers or clients on your website. 100% satisfaction guaranteed, 30-day money-back guarantee, lowest price guaranteed. These are all popular guarantees you've heard before, and I'm pretty sure they've had an impact on you. In episode seven, we discussed guarantees you can go ahead and listen to episode seven of Online Business Systems, and you will even learn how to craft a guarantee that will help to increase your revenues and clients and leads. Put it on your website to remove friction from purchase or remove doubt or fear from your prospects. Number nine, add a clear, easy to read and understand UVP and CVP. We discussed UVPs and CVPs at the start of the episode. We've listed it here again because this is, yet again, like I said, about focusing on your customer and client, not so much on yourself. And that is an important part, actually, of doing business with someone, helping them to understand the value that you can provide. I'd like to thank you for listening to Episode 9 of Online Business Systems on Zellhands Podcast, brought to you by Zellhands System Limited and our online business suite, where we believe in using the power of the internet, software, and technology to make it easier to start, run, and build a successful online business. Your optimized online business comes with a conversion optimized online business from our expert development team, a strategic and systematic online marketing system for a short and long-term success, and a team of certified and experienced developers, marketers, website security specialists, and business strategists that are working 24-7 to ensure your business succeeds. Get started with our microplan that comes complete with website developers, UI UX designers, email marketers, SEO specialists, premium hosting and website security, your personal account manager, a business development strategist, and a PPC campaign from Facebook. Our microplan starts at $5,000 per month or less than $165 per day 
or less than $7 per hour. Our first 10 clients will get a 10% discount each month, totaling $6,000 saved for the year. Go to onlinebusiness.zelham.com and set up a free consultation to get your 10% discount. Remember to share our episodes with your friends and family who you think would find this episode and others helpful. Hit the subscribe button on YouTube or where you listen to your podcast to get notified when we bring more amazing content tailored for your online business success. Visit podcast.zelhan.com for a complete list of our podcast episodes. You can also visit watch.zelhan.com or our YouTube channel to watch our most recent content. Most importantly, earn up to $500 in commission for every client you refer to us by signing up to become an affiliate at affiliates.zelhan.com. You can find all the resources mentioned in this episode in the show notes or episode description if you're listening on YouTube. On the next episode of Online Business Systems, we will discuss how to double your revenues in 2023. This has been Episode 9 of Online Business Systems, brought to you by Zellhands Podcast. I've been your host, Jabez Roberts. Take care. Until next time.